All right. We got a special episode for you guys today. We have guest Michael Schumer back on the show. Last time he was on the show, we were talking about The Last of Us, Part 1, Part 2, and our Season 2 predictions. And in this episode, we're talking video game adaptations. Which video game adaptations that we enjoyed, which ones we did not. We're going to list our favorite adaptations and other video games that would be great movies. And then I'll be going into a little bit in-depth to a fresh take on Twisted Metal, the new show. So, check it out. Alright, let's get going. Cue the music. Like Ash, Kesham, Pikachu, we don't evolve, we just level up. level up. What's up, Michael? Oh, not much, my friend. Not much, my friend. It's it's been a while. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I think the last time we did a podcast together was March this year. I'm pretty I sure it was the Last of Us episode, wasn't it? Yeah, Last of Us season two predictions. And then there was. <laughs> a whole slew of shit right here and i forget like i can't even remember how it all started well we were supposed to do so here's the thing for everybody listening we've had this episode in the chamber since <coughs> april mm-hmm. and we had this since april and then that's when shit started happening well i think you had a reschedule and then all the shit with my crowns happened and then boom we just i haven't been able to get this rescheduled until about now but that's because you got a new job. I did get a new job. It's awesome. Congratulations. I appreciate it. I appreciate what do, it. What do you do when you're not podcasting? Uh, I, well, I'm not going to go over my actual job description because I think that would bore your audience to tear. But I, 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 make, I fix the computers. <laughs> you can just do the typing. I'm the guy you call and I tell you to restart your device. <laughs> Have you restarted it? Is it plugged yeah, in? I, yes, absolutely. And if it's not plugged in, I'll just tell you, you have a high impedance air gap um, going into the system, and you really need to correct that before we can uh, move forward. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. So we uh, on uh, the agenda, we got show me your socks, show me your wares. I got nothing other than the hat, the Pokemon hat that I usually wear going to Pokemon Go. And you've told me you, you're just wearing nothing but black. <laughs> you should. You just I just like how you it. said that. You just told me what you were like. You had to say that in a more sultry tone. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just wearing. I would look like I'm gonna go play basketball, but I don't play basketball, so <laughs> you tell it. I'm just I, a fat white kid sitting in this chair at home. <laughs> I mean, I'm a fat white kid too, but I play basketball. I'm one of the fat. See, there's kids. a difference. That's the that's <laughs> the key key difference, though. So if I don't shoot it like a fat white kid, you know, like the, I feel like the fat white kid shoots it over their head. I am more. Be I have a I have a better shooting stroke than that. Even though, like, I'm not a. I wouldn't say I'm a great shooter. I'm better, like, within the key. But three points? No, I can't do that bullshit. I like granny style. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no. I, I like the camera angle because, like, the people in the obviously podcast, they can't see it, but the camera angle that I got going on, as long as I finish the wall, um, it actually looks really great because you got the pops on the look. one side and you got the comics all on the wall. 
I think the only thing you have to do is you are getting a little glare on that. That would be your right hand side, my left hand side. So oh, I don't know yeah, if you have your window like open. But yeah, other than that, it does look it looks fantastic. But uh, I actually have some news on that front. Um, I'm not sure when, but it's happening. We're actually changing studios. I saw the announcement in our little Discord. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, we'll be in the studio. I'm excited that we can't do anything yet because it's it's gonna take it's gonna take some time. It's gonna take some money. I want I want to do it right. So I'm gonna get a giant couch in there. Um, and then I'm gonna have a camera set up where you can see all of us rather than like an awkward uh, angle that we tried to do, but just it wasn't working out. So I'm excited for that, but I'm also excited to do other projects too in there. Cause it'd be really cool to do like a board game night and have like an actual style to it or uh, doing something like a Pokemon draft, but I have like different cameras set up where other people can talk like strategy and then put it all together for a YouTube show. Do you- do you have uh insulation and stuff in there like without oh, yeah. the winter it's all oh yeah it's all insulated it's pretty warm in there uh okay. for the most part it's cool but uh today i mean it's super hot and humid out in minnesota today so but that's it's super hot everywhere uh, yeah it's god awful the chafing yeah. is is real right now it, not a fan it sure <laughs> is and up in the up in the studio, it is hot. So we don't we don't have central air. Yeah, I was gonna ask how Barilla was in there. Oh, it's it's bad. So I've been starting to do TikTok videos uh, lately, and so every morning I'll like I'll shower and then I'll do the TikTok video. So I can just I just get it off right away. I'm doing movie reviews on TikTok, and I if I don't dry off the water from the shower and like the sweat from my face, like just goes on. So every time I do a TikTok video, I just, when I see myself, I'm like, God, I'm, I'm so fucking sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so hot up here. Even in the morning when I, I try to do it, it's hot. So the guests that I've had over the summer, I'm, I apologize. I, like, I apologize every, every time I do a podcast. I'm like, I'm so fuck. I'm sorry. So how, for how hot it is. That's all right. But we it, appreciate it you, Jake. Well, I you. say as I sit in my office, nearly four hours away. <laughs> Actually, I guess fair. from you, it's more like two and a half. But yeah, it's like two and a half. All right, should we get into it? We should. We All shall. Right, you, you want to start this topic, or should I start this topic? You, you, you hit it up, my friend. All I'm right. a little out of the game, so I need to. You know, it's like I need a little stretches here. Yeah, usually you just take over at this point, so it's it's. I do. You just go. All right, what are you nerding out on? You want to go? Or uh, go? That's all. You go first. Clarity, right. know what you're gonna say when I tell you. I've been nerding out on two different things. Um, Zelda. Okay. I, I've in the last two weeks I've gotten really hardcore into it. So, like a month ago, I got really no. I stopped playing for like a whole month. Tears. And it, yep. Okay. I, I, I started playing were. like I started playing like New Vegas and uh, I think Skyrim at one point. Okay. Okay. And so I just recently uh, started back up, and I'm getting into all the side quests before I finally face Ganon. I got all the fairies, got my armor up to sixty, got the master sword. I don't know. I'm just you didn't even do even more hand than I did. Oh yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I went hard into it. I found out you can build a house in it. Yeah, it is really cool. 
I spent like four to five days just grinding to get all the rubies so I can build my house. I'm 15 out of 15 buildings. How many of the side quests have you done? Uh, decent or are you just more exploring? I mostly just explore. I will do quests that I don't even discover. Like, I'll just do the quest. I'll just beat the dungeon and, like, quest complete. I'm like, oh, cool. I didn't even know this was a quest. I'm just... I see a dungeon. I see a monster. I kill them. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom, you know? Yeah, honestly, like, I kind of am sad we didn't get to do a podcast when that first came out because uh, it's definitely, like... I mean, it's still in the zeitgeist for gaming, but, like, there have been I mean, so many other... Good Baldur's game. Gate 3 just came out, and apparently yeah. it's a huge game. I haven't, I've heard, I've keep seeing it on my feed, but I haven't really checked it out a whole lot. I, uh, well, what else are you nerding on? Well, that's a whole nother discussion. Yeah, well, I actually kind of want to tell the story about how uh, I got Zelda. Yeah. I might have told, I might have told, I might have talked about it, but, uh, it was really, it was a really cool moment because I was in the hospital. You were, you were definitely, you know, a part of it. You, you know, <laughs> but like I, I was in the house, I was in the hospital. I was, I was three days out of surgery. Uh, I was pretty rough shape at this point. Like uh, surgery wise, I'm doing a lot better, like pain wise at this point in time. But I was, I was wanting to get, I had a tube in my mouth and I wanted to get the tube out. I was starving, wanted to be able to eat, but I couldn't eat until I got the tube out of my mouth. And I was also just really bored, wanting something to do. Zelda came out that day. And then my surgeon came in, and he he was about to talk. And out of nowhere, you you called me, and then showed up, and dropped off and just dropped off Zelda right in my front, right in front of me, put it on the table that I had. And then I just walked away. And I was like, and, he, <laughs> and I was like, holy shit! And then literally, um, literally a minute later, my surgeon was like, all right, let's get the tube out of you. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's the greatest news I had in like two minutes. It was a very, it was a very fun little moment to drop. I remember I went to, I don't typically pre-order games, so I try not to, but, mm-hmm. so I waited for it to come out, uh, and I remember I picked up my physical copy and my, uh, my Link Amiibo, which is fly as hell, and I was debating on if it was weird or not to do that, I was like, is it weird to get Jake's game, and I'm like, you know what, fuck it, he's in the hospital, like he already had a hell of a I think it was a month at that point of all the trash you were going through, like just yeah just god awful, not fun times. And I was like, this should put a smile on his face. So Oh, it definitely did. And I And I was like, I remember though, I was at a huge time crunch because I was down at my old job and it was one of my last weeks there. Uh and I was the supervisor or whatever on call or not on call, but it was my lunch break, so I was like really gunning it to get back in time i was like okay run, go, go, go. yeah you're like in and out it in target like grabbed it right flew over to the hospital dropped off the game and i think i went home and worked the rest of the day remote but yeah it was a good time yeah, well I, it was much appreciated i i bent once i didn't play it like the first day but like once uh sapphire dropped off like the console so i could play it on the big screen then i was all in Oh yeah. And now and now over the summer I'll just have moments where I'll just play Zelda all day. I hope it great. remains a special memory for you. <laughs> it does. It does. It's it's I don't I don't know if I would say core memory. It might be for like my thirties. Core memory is <laughs> like core uh thirty thirty and up memory. There we go. 
That'll work. Any, That'll anytime work. I see uh, Tears of the Kingdom, that's what I'm going to think of. Oh. All right. The other thing I've been nerding out on, but I'm going to wait until we do the fresh takes, uh, Twisted Metal. Okay. So, it's perfect, perfect for this uh, episode. It's a video game adaptation. You don't think a Twisted Metal TV show would be good? And I'm going to tell you, spoiler alert, it, it's, uh, it's good. It's not great. I'm going to give you a spoiler because I was going to mention this. I I know of Twisted Metal. Uh-huh. Never played it before. I've heard about it. I know like it's like an old school PlayStation game. It's a racing yep. game, right? Uh, it is kind of a racing game. It's more of like a combat car game. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah, it's basically, you know how like you have cars and you smash them together and you go pew 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 with the cars with guns oh yeah it's basically a description of twisted metal okay interesting they haven't made a new one of those in a long time wait actually i'm gonna look this up while we're on the i believe 2013 i think i actually have that game the last one they made for ps3 i have it wow they made an adaption of a game that hasn't been had a new damn that's crazy yeah and that game actually wasn't too bad. I remember playing it. I remember some of the storylines. Not bad. But we'll get into it. So let's get in. Uh, actually, you know, you tell me. What have you been nerding on? Uh, <laughs> well, I think I already told you. I showed you. Yeah, I got a, so I got a Steam, Steam Deck a few months back. And I... Saved it if it's like, nope, you get one nope. chance. Uh, well, we're back, folks. We had a technical difficulty. <laughs> yeah, there. that was my bad. I, I, <laughs> I exited out of the link that we had, which stops That's the whole okay. show. So, anyway, get to it, Michael. Uh, oh, yeah, so I got a Steam Deck a few months mm-hmm. back. So I've been just trying to play everything I can on it because, you know, you got it's that new hardware experience. You're just like, oh, I've got to make... make as much use of this thing as I can. Um, but well, before, but like it came out at the worst time it could have, like I got it at like, the worst time I could have gotten it for myself because Tears of the Kingdom came out like two weeks yep. later and then, uh, a franchise that's near and dear to my heart. And I know I've talked to you mm-hmm. about this at like at crazy is the new final fantasy game came out. Um, well, like, well, I guess it'd be like a little bit like more like a month and a half ago. So I went straight from tears Try to pay that as fast as possible, and then I went into uh, Final Fantasy 16 on my PS5, beat that, and now I'm back to playing. Uh, I'm alternating between a couple games on my Steam Deck right now. I've been playing a little Diablo 4. Um, I've been playing this indie game called Crosscode. Shout out to the devs there. That game's pretty freaking fun. Nice. And then this is the part where I know you're going to roll your eyes or just <laughs> laugh. Uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen again. Oh, <laughs> I'm on that MMO grind, <laughs> so, so yeah, that's really been what I, I've been playing. Um, and then I don't know, just other things. I hear great things about Diablo four. It is, it's pretty fun. It's not. I enjoy it, but more so because like a, quite a few of my friends are playing okay. it, so it's really fun to be like, oh. 
like I don't find a lot of enjoyment in it when I'm playing by myself. Like I'm like, eh, okay. But when I hop on to like and do some dungeons with some friends, that's pretty damn enjoyable, I would say. Nice. So all right, yeah. should we get to the news? We should. We shall. Uh, I will put in the sound effects afterwards. All right, let's get into the news. I'm pretty sure you heard about this, but apparently Nintendo's new console is coming out late 2024. That is the alleged, yes, I have seen that news. It's allegedly what's going to happen. But I don't know, Iwata, uh, not Iwata, who am I thinking of? A couple of the big Nintendo bosses have claimed, like, why would we make a new device i don't i think they're just doing it to stave people off but what's i don't know (laughs) sorry about that yeah i was trying to move the mic away (laughs) as i could uh yeah i don't think there's any way they can make the switch go any i mean maybe they can make it last a little bit longer but Tears of the Kingdom, I remember when I first when I came out and I was playing it, I was like, yeah, this is like the swan song of this thing. I don't think they're... It's a fitting song. They maybe song. have a couple... Because Breath, Breath of the Wild was began like and the end. first one, yeah, and Tears of the Kingdom is the swan song. I feel like Switch is such a good console that they can... Like, if I was Nintendo, this is what I would do. I would just make a second Switch. Not a Wii U, but really just make a... If it's possible, making a better Switch. I think they. Do. I agree with you. I definitely think Nintendo has realized their market has changed a lot in the last few mm-hmm. years. Uh, like, and I've always had Nintendo consoles my whole life. And my first one was a Game Boy Color back in like two thousand. No, would it be two thousand? Maybe, maybe nineteen ninety nine. Which color did you know. have? Green, lime Ooh, green. For... It's still sitting in my. I should really go take that out because it's been sitting in my first game. Pokemon Blue, oh, of course. Pokemon Yellow. Oh. Uh, then I went Pokemon Red. I don't know why I went backwards. That's alright. Yellow is tight. I did play that on the Virtual Console on 3DS when that was released a few years back. I enjoyed yeah, that. Thoroughly. I did not because it, I'm so used to emulators that I'm like, this is so fucking slow. Yeah, they don't give you any of that stuff. I wonder. I do wonder if they'll ever bring the Nintendo Switch online, but I definitely doubt it. Like, they I think should. They're just not gonna. They should. They'd be smart of them to do that, but they're not going no, to. So. But um, yeah. So like, their market has changed so much because they started off home consoles, and that was like their bread mm-hmm. and butter: NES, SNES, and then the Game Boy Color came out, and I think like Pokemon specifically. Yeah was a such a huge lightning rod draw to their handheld. So they're like, oh, we should make some of our other franchises for this. Um, or like really kind of focusing on this more as like less of a niche. For like the longest time because they did. They did. Game Boys and they did like Nintendo 64 Game Boy they're, Color. And then they had the Game Boy Advance with the GameCube. And then it was the DS with yep. the Wii, you know, then 3DS, Wii U. And now they're just like, wait, this is almost a little bit too much but just make them both switch i think what i think what really did change their trajectory is if i recall correctly the gamecube it sold all right it wasn't like as successful as i thought it would Mm be then you had the wii which had an incredible incredible launch and install base but the problem is and it's kind of a problem i feel like the playstation 5 is getting one second 
Sorry, I thought I heard no, something. Um, it's a similar problem that I feel like the PlayStation 5 is, is that it's got a huge install base, but there's just no games for yeah. it. Uh, and I know if there's any Sony fanboys in the chat or in the uh, listening to us, they're going to go <laughs> flame you on uh, your Facebook page for this. But I just feel like the Wii, yes, it had such a strong install base, but it didn't have any. I mean, everybody had Wii Sports, Smash Brothers, Mario Kart. There were a few games, but it wasn't Galaxy. something like you were just. Yeah, Galaxy. It's like you had some of those standout t- titles, but what I feel like it never really hit like the point where you were buying games regularly for it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you, you. I feel like this. You kind of bought it for the motion control games, and it, you. Yeah, and that was it. And then it was like, now what? It, you're yep. literally just spending what two hundred dollars on Wii Sports and just to play Wii Sports. You buy the attachments yep. for it. Maybe you buy Gal- Mario Galaxy, but not it. Or Smash Brothers or Zelda, but they didn't really have any like. I just feel like they never really were able to capitalize on it in the way that they were hoping. Yeah, and then they did Wii U, which I. For the most part, it was a, de- a pretty decent console because I owned a Wii U for a little bit. And the gamepad I actually enjoyed, they, but again, they just yep. didn't really have that many games for it. See, now I would somewhat fight you on that. I, I am they, they had better games than like the they Wii, did. And you could also play they, the Wii games as yes. well, so it was better in that regards. But like, there was not like a, if you had the Wii, it wasn't like buy the Wii U. You have to buy the Wii U. It's like oh, I. You know, I got... so I actually got I don't know why, but a few weeks ago I got really bored. And I was watching a, like a bunch of videos on like the history of the Wii U and like why it like quote unquote failed because Nintendo has already said like they failed like as a console yeah. it completely and utterly bombed. But uh, the biggest reason they said that it did is because people didn't understand the Wii U was a successor platform. Like it wasn't. Uh, it was a lot of people thought. I guess allegedly. It seemed like the biggest issue they were having is that there was a decent amount of people that thought it was just like an add-on for the Wii and it's its own thing entirely. Like, well, it wasn't there. It was they kind of fucked up when they called it Wii U. Yeah, they almost should have just said Wii Two or something. You know what I mean? Like, so like to give that indication of this is a sequel piece instead of just like an attachment. Yeah. But, but anyways, I would say that did give them such. I think that was around the point where now you have on the opposite side, I'm quick history. You have Game Boy Color, which blew everything out of the water because Pokemon. Game Boy Advance, which blew everything out of the water because Pokemon. Uh, You have DS, Game Boy, you know, I could go on. I mean, there are, are, of course, so many other games that go with all those consoles. But uh, let's be honest here. Games like Pokemon. Yes. Like, and so I think what Nintendo finally wised up and realized is, hey, we have a huge, absolutely astronomical install base for handheld consoles. Mm-hmm. And like the Wii U was around the time you could tell they were kind of like, okay, people like that portability. Yep. And now I like I think when they they thought of the Switch, it was literally perfect because it's console and handheld. It is like that merging of the mm-hmm. two. Uh, and now everybody's trying to replicate it. AK, you know, you have <laughs> the Steam Deck and all these other, like what the Asus well, ROG Ally. One thing I really like about the Switch is a uh, they really like it, what it does. Like everyone chooses between PS5, Xbox, or you know PC, right? But yep. then, like, hey, if you need a second console, go grab the Switch because then you can play games on the go. 
or you can yep. play it on the big screen. And we're going to give you quite a pretty good decent amount of game selections for you to choose, plus the NES, NES, N64 option as well. So I honestly think they hit it out of the park with the Switch, and I do not regret getting it. Yeah, I don't either. My, I've had people say, like, "Oh, there's no games on here," and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" You like two of the best games of all. I have, on I have like so many. I have so many games on there. I like I have more games on my freaking Switch than I really even need. There's like a decent amount of them I haven't mm-hmm. played, and they're good games. I just haven't gotten around to it. There's whole franchises on there that are incredible. Oh, yeah. Uh. Like I, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I have only played a little bit of it, but I know people love Xenoblade Chronicles. Oh, yeah. Like that game's supposed to be incredible. I've played earlier um, versions before and enjoyed it, but never like actually bought the full so, game. Okay, yeah, I've I've only played bits and pieces of it. I really struggled with that MMO style combat. I might enjoy it more now that I've been playing fourteen and kind mm-hmm. of am used to that. But, um. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's so silly to me that there are people that are like, oh, there's no games on here. I'm like, what are you talking about? You have Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, Splatoon, Zelda, Metro. Mario Kart. Pikmin. I also love... Well, Mario. I love what they do with Mario Mario Kart. I love what they do with Mario Kart because they took all the DLC from the Wii U and it's still the same game, but they just added so much more. And then now recently, instead of making a whole new game, they're just like, hey, we're just going to release, you know, 30 extra tracks basically the whole game's worth of tracks and yeah how many did it came out to a decent amount of, uh, I haven't played, there's six, I, i'm not a huge mario kart fan there's but... six waves so 24 i think if that's no 32 okay. 32 32 tracks and they uh the last wave comes out this winter Damn, that's all. Like, I was trying to think back when they first announced it. It's been like a year or yeah, so. Yeah, not every track's perfect. Um, some of it looks really choppy, or like the the background kind of just is bare minimum. Like they kind of like yep, it feels yep. a little bit rushed. But there's some good tracks on there too. I'll have to check that out because I think I do have the Switch online membership that comes with it for free, yeah. free quote unquote. <clears throat> um. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I do think that Nintendo has to see. I'm just trying to think. Like, Nintendo's mind is they never do anything you expect them to do. That's, you know what I mean? Right. Like, the most logical course of action is the one they they just completely stray from. They like so. I'm like trying to figure they, out where they want to because, like, to me, it seems uh, like they're trying to separate more from what a traditional console is more and more. They and more try and to more. push the mold and with all these like cool yep. new ideas, and sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't but they've always been that company that tries to push video game technology further because i feel like no other company outside of nintendo would have done something like the switch like the concept of the switch is amazing like the wii u is even absolutely the wii u is even pretty cool and that was like the earlier version of the switch but i don't know how they advanced the switch further outside of improving the yeah that's that's where I'm at too with it. So I'm like, I can't see them doing just a hardware revision like that. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, we just want to make this more powerful. Like it has to have, I mean, I think that would be really cool to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Like if they managed to make something PS five or like very, very close to PS five level 
no, it would have to be at this point because the PS5 is so old. Yeah, they would be. They would literally have to make like if it's going to be hardware, just that. It's got to be at least as powerful as like Xbox Series X or PS5 for it to be. Because right now, what they have, they do have that niche audience of like people that love handheld game, that love that portability, love handhelds, love the freedom of being able to take their consoles games on the go, but also have the experience on the big screen. But the part they don't have is like the COD fans. You know what I mean? Like people that like the games they're playing need to be on like, well, they don't need to, but are going to be on the more powerful hardware mm-hmm. systems. But I do wonder what they would do to like change it. Like going forward. I'm sure we'll see leaks about it at some yeah. point, but I definitely am curious or if they'll just lean more into the portability where it's like, yeah, no, it's even smaller. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? They do like do the whole like mini or even extra, maybe they'll make it extra large. I would like that, honestly. A big, like, I was thinking of that. Like, my Steam Deck has a pretty sizable screen, but I was like, man, honestly, like, I'm blind as shit, and I would love, like, just a nice, big, like, outrageously big. Like, you're not really bringing it anywhere. Yeah. You're just going to sit on your couch and watch TV while you play on this, like, huge tablet sized device. Yeah. Like, that would be uh, tight. I'd uh, be very okay with that. That would be nice. All right, should we move on? <laughs> it was, yeah, that was sorry. a long segment. Hey, it fits the theme, so it works. Um, outside <laughs> of the theme, Loki trailer. Have you seen Loki? Uh, but 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 yes, yeah. Uh, Loki trailer for season two kind of come, uh, came out. I saw that they announced it. I haven't watched it, it yet. Looks, it actually looks good. I'm down on Marvel right now because Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three uh, was really great. But then Secret Invasion was supposed to be the show that kind of like took over. It was supposed to be the show that puts Marvel back on track, and it did not do that. I was gonna. I haven't seen it yet at all. Was so you? I I give I give it a two plus, but I'm really disappointed by it. Oof, that's yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it's you think a show that like has scrolls in it, has super scrolls in it, has Nick Fury leading, has people that you know to turn out to be scrolls and people that you know die in this series. you think that'd just be a home run? No. All that I described to you is boring. Like it just, I don't know. They just tell, they tell the story in like a very boring, I'm just going to tell you things rather than show you things method. And it just, it's a, it's a show that just feels small. I'm excited for Loki season two. I think that show for the most part track record wise is a borderline great show. But yeah, overall with Marvel, I'm kind of just down on it. What do you think they need to do at this point? Because like I, I agree. To me personally, like I really enjoyed the first three phases. Or wait, wait, no. What do we face first four or first, first three? I first forget. three, four, phase four is when they went. They started doing the shows. Okay, so yeah, the first three phases I thought were. I mean, they were excellent. I, I definitely feel like there's a lot of superhero fatigue right now. Like, uh, and there, uh, maybe not. I. Sh- well, go ahead. You say your yeah. There, there is, but I think James Gunn hit it on the nose with his quote, and I I don't know his quote like verbatim, but just the general theme of it is if you make good grounded characters, like people will like the show, like people will like the yeah. product. But there's a lot of shows that are a lot of shows, a lot of movies that are just getting really lazy lately in its writing. Yep, and it just. 
basically people are just making movies to make movies, not making movies because they love the characters. And that was uh, James Gunn. That was like basically James Gunn's point. And I 100% agree. Like Secret Invasion, they made Secret Invasion because people asked for it. But the problem is there was no soul in like the show. They checked all the boxes, but the person, the people running it, they didn't. It didn't seem like they actually like were moved by the product. Yeah. Do you think this is like the end of the MCU right now, or like, or do you think it's just no? It almost feels like a stalling car where it'll like sputter to life for a brief shining moment, but like then it'll go back to. Like just like dying out on you on the yeah, street. Yeah, like, I just think they need to. I, I know Bob Iger talked about this, and now the whole you know writer actor strike. People have a lot of uh, mixed feelings on the CEO of Disney right now. But it, yeah. I think he did have a point. We have to scale back the production and start making quality products again. And I think, and that's yeah. just uh, that's Disney as a whole right now. The Star Wars. Their products outside of Andor hasn't really been great. They've made Obi like I compared Secret Invasion to Obi Wan Kenobi, and I don't know if you watched the Obi Wan Kenobi show. Yep. Um. Wait, you have watched it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Personally, yeah, like it's but... enjoyable, but like I I felt like the show didn't really need to be there. Like there wasn't like a love for the character. It was more of a. Hey, people really want this. Let's make it. Let's make a safe, good show. They'll watch it. You didn't think he had like a love? I feel like there was. It was a love letter to that Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan and Anakin Skywalker. At least I feel like it was a love letter to that relationship. Yeah. It, like the last episode with them. Like I, I don't know if it's too early to give spoilers, but that last episode, everything that happened there, that was like I got. Ch- I, I was like crying at points. That was like there. the best part of the show, but I don't know. I felt like there, there was a lot more to be had. That's fair. That's a fair. And case. I feel like my, my biggest. They, cur- I feel like they just made it because people wanted it, rather than they made it because there was a story they loved that they that needed to be shared. Secret Invasion just seemed like the. That's a fair criticism. Okay. Okay. And they took the easy route. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't tell. They didn't. You ever? You know, diving the sport. The the concept of diving. Yeah. Basically, the harder yeah. the dive is, the more points you get, but it's harder to execute. They basically, with both Secret Invasion and Obi Wan Kenobi, they took easy dives, and they didn't like perfectly execute the easy dives. Yeah. So like, it's not great. Like, if they would have took a harder approach at Obi Wan, like the whole like he's a hermit and they just tell a sto- like a simple story about him just being a hermit, but like overall it's a character study, a lot harder of a show to pull off, but it would feel more like what would what, what happen from movie to movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas this seems like, uh, hey, we want to tell an awesome story, so we're going to tell this awesome story, even though it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, it definitely does not make a whole lot of sense in the grand scheme. And things. they tried their best, and I feel like they they explained the Leia-Obi-Wan relationship, the whole, like, Obi-Wan-Kenobi. Uh, we, you know, I'm, like, blanking that line. Oh, Obi-Wan-Kenobi, you're my only hope. You know, yeah. like it explains that, but it doesn't explain like I feel like Obi Wan wouldn't leave his post. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, let's carry on. So, you've watched the boys. I haven't seen the Gen V trailer either, so don't hate me. <laughs> no, no worries. But like, yeah. 
I keep seeing it, but I get really worried about that because it looks. I'm worried it's gonna be like, um, like I haven't seen the trailer for it yet, and maybe it's like, it's like I'm worried like they're like I like the boys, I think it's cool, but I'm like, do we really need like a boys quote unquote multiverse? You know, what yeah, I mean? not multiverse, yeah. but like uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking uh, for here? Like universe? Yeah, like. Sort of the yeah, yeah, and that's the part where I'm like, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe there's a story to be told there. Kind of like, but I also kind of hate Arrowverse oh, um, MCU. You know, if you spread out your talent, yeah. you kind of just all the shows, all the projects, the quality just goes down. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I would rather see you like take your time, tell the story of the boys first, then move on to something. Yeah, kind of like Breaking Bad, uh, Better Call Saul type of situation. Yes, absolutely. Speaking of which, I'm rewatching that right now, Breaking Bad right now, and damn, that show's good. We might good. have to have a Breaking Bad episode because we just finished it. We had, we had the fin- yeah, that's we a good show. Token, you know, uh, but anyway, Gen oh, Gen nice. V looks it looks a lot like X Men because it's all about like the university. It looks like you get the college hijinks. So it's, I mean, I'm intrigued because if it's just as good as Boys or it's the same quality, I'm into it. But yeah, I'm a little worried when they're like, hey, spin off from this awesome TV show. It's like ah. I don't really want to spin off. Just focus on that <coughs> project because, like, I've... it'd be one thing if they had like if they had one season left of the boys, and then they're going to continue the story after that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I don't think they're really close to being finished with that story. I suspect there's at least two or three more seasons of the well, boys. Well, they have season four, and I'm assuming they're going to at least season five, if not more yep. than that. I don't. We'll see. I think five would be good. I, honestly, I've been really—I don't know if you've noticed this, but it definitely seems like there's been a downward trend in season, like season amount in recent years. Like instead of getting oh, yeah. these stupidly long ten season shows, it's like a lot of my favorite shows in recent memory have been five, six seasons, like The Good Place, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, well, um, um, BoJack Horse. Well, even this year, uh, Barry Succession. I don't know if you watched those shows yet. But they all I haven't watched yep. but they have uh, both HBO and they're both both uh, creators of like those respected shows coming up in the fourth season they talked to the HBO boss and these are like two of the most prominent shows on HBO outside of House of Dragons and I think yeah uh, I don't know the other one but like they both came up to the HBO creator and they're just like hey uh, I think our show's ending like I don't narratively story-wise we don't really have much more story left that isn't like that wouldn't be redundant stupid yeah basically (laughs) and like i really like that hbo how they yeah i like they're just like oh yeah okay tell tell your story and even with game of thrones which i'm still mad about this they wanted you know they wanted to do it all the way through and you know obviously the creators are just like nope 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 we want to end it now and that was a huge mistake all right, last last yep. bit of news, and then we can get into more video games. Post Malone buys the One Ring Magic Card for two. Uh, oh, I think I heard about um, this. It was at a two million dollar value, but it's undisclosed how much he gave. He's just like, I want it. <laughs> I'm gonna buy it with it with hey, that music you money. Give that money. So, just wanted to bring that up. All right, should we get into fresh takes? Let's get into fresh takes. Fresh takes. Get your fresh takes. Here we got Twisted Metal, the TV show starring Anthony Mackie. And I forget Stephanie, the girl from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I don't know her. It was Rosa. Stephanie Beatrice. Yeah, I think it's something like that. 
as well as wait, who else is in there? Isn't who's who plays the clown dude? Isn't that another oh, big yes. actor? Uh, Will Arnett voices. Dude. Oh, Will Arnett. Vo- <laughs> All right, so that's I hilarious. Talk about this show, and I almost did a YouTube video on it, and I still might do a YouTube video on it. So this show, I want to watch it for this podcast specifically. Right, ten episodes long, thirty minutes per episode, which is for mostly five hours. Right. Not yeah. not bad. I was like, okay, I can get through, you know, four days. We can get through this. Guess how long it took? How long? One day. Damn. One day. And here's the thing. Sapphire also watched it with me for one day. It's like, yeah, we're just going to binge this. <laughs> we weren't planning on it. That wasn't the plan. She didn't even know she wanted to watch it. She's like, you have what's Twisted Metal. And I'm like, oh, it's about, you know cars battling each other like that's mostly the story outside of uh there's this like godlike being called calypso and he hosts what is called the twisted metal tournament and then whoever wins the twisted metal tournament gets to make their one and only wish and it's a very uh there's a lot of it's there's a lot of dark takes like it's a very dark tale but it's a one of those tales that it doesn't take it completely seriously so okay. i'm gonna give my review on twisted metal here and try not to put too many spoilers so this is a show that's it's another apocalypse show and it's very much like the last of us where there's a lot of dark things happening right the apocalypse happens there's all these different civilizations there's all these different groups and pretty much 90 percent of these groups are bad like they don't have any law they're like one group will literally collect body parts like the elite the rich elites will collect body parts off of their subjects and wear them like you know jewelry and stuff there's another Jesus. there's another group who's like this religious fanatic group but they're really just a bunch of hillbillies that you know want to kill people and then oh jason mcnunis uh he's also in brooklyn 99 rose's boyfriend the crazy one Oh yeah, he's a, dude. That guy's been in so much shit recently. Yeah. He works. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's in this one too. He's like this crazy. He's the crazy preacher dude that leads this group. Um, there's a uh, Thomas Church, plays Sandman from Spider-Man. Oh yeah. He leads what is called the Lawman, and they're they're basically like they try to bring back the law, but they're very harsh with their sentencing. And then you have uh, you have the people who run the cities, one of them being her name's Raven, who employs Anthony Mackie, who's what is called a milkman, and what that basically they're just delivery men. They deliver from society to society to society, but everybody tries to get their packages. It's something rare. Yep. And so that's kind of the basis of the show: is Anthony Mackie tries to go from place to place. He's a milkman. And then he meets, literally, you just meet up all these characters. And then Raven comes in like, hey, I need you to get this package from New Chicago, which apparently in New Chicago is like the bad part of the country. Everything takes place in the West. And so at, okay. he travels to, tries to get to New Chicago. He meets uh, Stephanie Beatrice, right? Yeah. Uh, he meets her character. Her character is called Quiet meets her character and then they just meet a, a bunch of other people and there's this other uh there's this other faction called the truckers 
I don't remember what their actual name is, but they all just drive continuously like it's Snowpiercer, but it's all on like these semi-trucks that connect together and it's like this giant hall. And then the last group is created by Sweet Tooth, the killer psychotic clown. And he was, uh, he's such a psychopath, but he's like one of those psychopaths that's fucking entertaining as hell to watch. Like he'll sim- okay. like he'll like if he sees anybody, he's just like he'll murder them, but then he'll just turn around and just like try to make them laugh too at the same time. And so like <laughs> he'll have interactions with like the main characters, and it's just it's just fucking fascinating. <laughs> and then he like through the show, he's like, wait, maybe I shouldn't kill everybody because like he wants to put on a show. Like he literally will ask people, are you gonna come to the show? Usually people don't last that long in it, but. Then he just learns throughout this whole through the TV show that hey, if people are around me, they can give me applause, they can do this and that. And so it's just fun to watch everybody else interact with this character because they're all like, Yeah, let's keep him happy because he will literally fucking murder me if I don't. So oh. but this show is just fresh. Like they this show definitely tries. This try the show tries to be fresh, it tries to be funny. Anthony Mackie, I can't tell if he's just like trying to do a will smith um impersonation but he reminds me a lot of like will smith he's just like the talking makes jokes all the time and he does actually a pretty great job at it this show's kind of funny it hits it hits for the most part there's a lot of times where it doesn't and sometimes it's confusing because this show takes on so much heavy subject matter but totally sometimes they'll just They'll make a joke out of it. Like two characters will like go through a tough situation, and then they'll murder somebody, and then they they'll laugh about it as a joke. But in other parts, like the characters will break down, and that's where like Stephanie Beatriz, Anthony Mackie, like you see these characters break down. And you're like, God damn, it's like it's actually like kind of moving a little bit. But the show, it's like heavy subject matter, but doesn't take it too seriously. Whereas like The Last of Us does. So. It is interesting. It's an interesting parallel. So it's more like, like I think somebody had said it's like supposed to be a really. I, I mean, it's I haven't heard anybody say it's really touching, but I appreciate that you brought that. That's a good point to bring up. But I heard it is kind of similar to The Last of Us in that it's like a video game adaptation and it does what it sets out to do, which would be like yeah. a big dumb fun thing to it watch. Is, You're like, yeah, all right. Is, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know if I would say it's dumb fun. If like if it covers that category, but I don't know if it covers completely. If that makes sense. Or at least maybe it's more like it just doesn't take itself too seriously. It I doesn't. Mean... It does not at all. And it, it might be for the better. I give this show, at first, my first thought for my rating for the show was my first thought was a four minus. Okay. And then I talked it through with uh, my wife. And she's like, no, it's a four plus. And then I kind of like rethought about it. I'm like, is this show debatably good or is it just great? And I'm like, no, this this is just a great show it, i will say it does i read an article that said uh it runs out of gas at the end and i'm like it kind of does like it, it definitely is on a quarter tank when it finishes the show because like the last couple episodes kind of drag a little bit and it leaves it to a place where like if they turned around for season two and they're like hey we're not doing the season two we're just going to release a video game for playstation 5 and it's going to have all these characters in it like i would be like wait that's perfect <laughs> because season one, okay. season one basically acts like a giant cutscene for a video game. 
Interesting. Because they don't do the tournament until, I'm, I'm guessing, season two. They just set everything up. But everything they set up is just fucking intriguing as hell. Like, I'm in. And Sapphire is in. She never played the games, but she's... We watched... Have you? Yeah. Okay. And there's a lot of... Um, what's really cool about this, too, is they... Uh, there's a lot of characters in there that you, like, remember. Like, they'll say the names. Like, one of them is Mr. Slam. And in the game, he usually drives, like, a giant crane or a giant, like, truck or something. And this, and this, he's in the show. He just has a, he's just has a big dick that he <laughs> performs with and slams things oh, with. Gosh. And like it's kind of grotesque, but then it's like, oh, it's actually kind of cool. And then they just play around with a lot of like different characters. Like Twister is one of the famous characters. She's in it. Um, Sweet Tooth, obviously, is the main character. Or he's not the main character of the show, but he's like the figurehead of the video game. He's in it. Uh, you get um agent stone who's he leads the lawman but he's a character in the game and then you don't you the character the main character his name is john doe but he doesn't know his real name he had amnesia so it's kind of like a mystery okay. where it's like wait is he one of the main is he a main character and then you have uh interesting and then you have quiet who doesn't reveal her name stephanie Beatrice. So she's also a mystic character too. So it's like, damn, it's really cool. And then they have uh, other characters at the end of the show that they tease out a little bit. So I'm excited. It's like one of those, damn, I don't know how they're going to do a season two. I have no idea how, like, it seems like it's going to be super expensive because it's just going to be a bunch of cars, you know, battles. Getting smashed to oblivion. Yeah. So I don't know how narratively they're going to do it. I'm excited for it. Or if they're just like, here's the video game. And this is the TV show that, like, is the intro, like, the, you know, the intro to the new video game. Like, I would actually be down for that. Jake's, Jake's, we're just on it. He's ready to go. Yeah. Give him some more Twisted Metal. I didn't think I would have this opinion when I heard about the show, but goddamn, they, they do a good job. They do a great job. It's a, it's a four for me. I don't know if they can keep it up, but I'm in. Also, yeah, Will Narnett. Kills it. Um, I'm trying to think what else I can talk about the show. I had another thought, but I, I'm forgetting it. So, but yeah, we can move on. I, re- I would recommend. No, that's interesting. I, I'll have to keep that in mind. I don't have Peacock right now, but uh, I may have to sub for it. Just also because Office, and I do love my Office. Although I am curious if it will last, because they keep saying that it's not performing to the level they thought it was going to. Which... The no, Peacock oh, yeah. is like a platform. Uh, I haven't heard anything bad about Twisted Metal, really. I just I just know that they said Peacock's just not drawing in the numbers that they thought it would. I mean, I don't. I'm not that surprised. I'm not either. But... I mean, there's only so much the office can do. But when you think of Streaming services, you don't think of Peacock, you think of HBO Max, Netflix, Hulu, Netflix, yep. Hulu and you think of Disney Plus, you think of those four, and I'm trying to think of who else would be the fifth one. Apple TV would probably be the fifth one. Like yep. Peacock is just outside looking in, it's kind of a, hey, how about you just don't make a streaming service because there's too many streaming services, and then you're... Like, there's not room for There's just know. not enough buy-in. Yeah, there's just not enough, like, you don't have enough value add to somebody to say, yeah, I'm going to pay for this every 
I had it for a few months, and it was nice to be able to watch like the super fan episodes of The Office, one hundred percent. But I just don't know if I could say it was worth like a sub overall. Yeah. All right, should we move on to our main topic? Yes, we should. All right, video game adaptations. It's. I feel like it's been a huge thing lately. Like I feel like now. Oh, I everybody's agree. Everybody's rushing to get the video game IP to make it, and I'm I'm excited for it because it's like. For us people who've been playing video games, it's been like twenty years in the making. Where it's like, where you guys fucking been? Like this. Yeah, these are some great stories in these games. We covered one earlier this year, The Last of Us. That was arguably the greatest video game story ever. I would still maintain it probably is out of all time, out of anything I've ever played. I know some people. I haven't played it, which is going to get people very like upset. I think you're going to bring this up later on, but. Like I know the other the other game I've heard as comparable to The Last of Us is Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead's pretty good, and I, I I haven't played it before, but I've heard it's an excellent story. It's a pretty good story, but at the same time, if they adapted Red Dead, you would just be making a western. Yeah, <laughs> so um, we'll talk about more of that later. So I kind of made a list of my top five movies and what I. I made a list of top five movies, but I'm going to turn it into top five projects. And it looks a little bit different than what you're looking at. So here's what, like my top five projects of all time. And if you want to argue with me, go ahead. I also have like a list of other video game adaptations. So okay. at number five, I'm probably going to put the Super Mario Brothers. Okay. I think it's a huge hit. I think you can make the argument that it's the biggest hit out of all of these films. I think it does a great job at bringing the nostalgia, bringing in the Easter eggs. It's a good intro film for a lot of young kids who may not know who Mario is. And I feel like that's crazy to think about, but like, you know, Mario, like we grew up with Mario. The generation before us grew up with Mario. And I would say the generation after grew up on Mario. You know, the Gen Xers, Mario was like one of the first main video game icons for us. So we grew up with multiple. We grew up with uh, Mario, Sonic, Crash, Spyro, um, Master Chief. The next generation, Mario is still around, but now it's with this new generation, uh, Gen. I don't even know what Gen it is because it was. Who knows? At this point, Gen they can't. Z, I heard Gen C. I heard COVID. I don't know. Whatever it is. Arona Gen. Whatever my daughter. Like generation is this is the kind of like the intro in the mario and i think it okay i see what you mean at first i was really i was like what do you mean like they still come in all the mario games but that makes i get what you're saying there was really really young kids that maybe can't even like play games yet mm-hmm. like my uh or like play them well like my stepson he I, that's who i took to the movie he absolutely fucking loves Super mario bros his first movie ever doesn't i doesn't understand the concept of movie theaters He's like, why can't I go and watch another one? You know, <laughs> he kept trying to go in the movies. Like, I want to go again. And I'm like, no, dude, we got to go. This is a we want. He's gonna be a little cinephile. That's awesome. Well, yeah. If only he can like last over more than ninety minutes, because most movies are two hours. He does not last. He gets bored within an hour. Yeah, but he needs to be bright, colorful. At least, like, I would say, like, so I agree with you that Super Mario Bros. is a solid movie. Mm. 
uh, I think what makes it a solid movie too is even as an adult, like, uh, let's be honest here, plot just not makes it. It's just it's it's okay. It, but that yeah. wasn't the reason I went to go watch the movie. I went to watch it for what you would say is the spectacle yeah. of it all. Like the scenes, like some of my favorite parts of that movie were like, and I'll still think about it every now and then, were like the moments where the whole screen would turn into like a Mario level, mm-hmm. like. And, like, you're like, oh, it's downtown New York, but now it's, like, Mario running through it, and, like, he's, like, jumping up on, like, the crane to run up, and, like, or, like, I know, like, at the very end when they were having that race to the pipe or whatever, and they did it again, it was just such a cool montage, and then all the references to, like, Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, Donkey Kong, like, everything, it was just, like, that, like, so that was already good, but for me, like, the thing that put it over the top that truly, like, I got chills was just the music. Like, oh, yeah. all the different, like, motifs from the years and being, like, I got legit, like, I got just, like, te- like, almost tears in my eyes. Like, I was like, God, that's my, fa-. like, I remember, like, being a little kid. I remember getting mad playing some movie. of these games because they kept playing, like, popular music that you would see in, like, you know, like the Minions and other shit, like, movies. I'm like, dude, you don't you don't need other music. Just play fucking Mario music. You already have like a pretty good um, soundtrack base. Like you just gotta take those songs and put them in and mix them in and make your own little like, you know. Is it was it Miyamoto that Shigeru Miyamoto? I forget who. One second. I'm not sure. But whoever does the music for. Uh... Mario games. I think it's. I want to say. Oh, it's. Yep. Never mind. <laughs> Not who I thought it was. Yeah. So. Uh, anyways. Number four. I don't have this like written down. I'm trying to decide um, on the spot where I want it because I kind of just laid out five movies. Number four. I think I'm gonna put Detective Pikachu here. That was a good flick. I agree. I could. That was this good place. And like, it's it, it feels weird because it's like it's a Pokemon movie, but I'm like, no, it's it's literally based off the game Detective Pikachu. I've never played. Have you ever played it? No, not at all. That's why, like, when they were like, we're gonna make a movie off of this game, I'm like, wait, what? Did anyone play this game? I hear it's not bad. But I will say it was just really cool to see like Pokemon, like real life Pokemon. That was, yeah, I was going to say, I think that was Nintendo testing the water to be like, hey, well, this, when people actually watch this, mm-hmm. we made live action. I want like, more. I want more live action Pokemon. Give it to me. Yeah, I'd be a fan. Give us like a series mm-hmm. of like people battling and stuff. That would be epic. So, number three, I'm debating where I want. I'm, I think I'm going to put Sonic on here. I haven't seen, so I, out of the list you sent me, I don't think I've seen some of these actually I've heard like yet, but go ahead. Yeah, so Sonic, I think, is number three for me. And I think it's the best movie that I have so far, just because there's a pretty good plot for it. I, I like I like how Mario Bros. went hardcore into the video game aspects of it, but there wasn't enough plot. Whereas Sonic, this movie's just enjoyable. Uh, like they have like their Easter eggs, and then the second one they definitely put in the Easter eggs a lot more. But it's just an enjoyable movie, and I thought they did a pretty good job. Like I don't, I think I gave it a three three plus. Like it's one of those movies. Okay. Like it's good. You can nitpick, nitpick it if you want it. <coughs> but overall, it's just an enjoyable film. And if you're wondering, like, I... why I have a three plus movie in the top five like projects, it's because there's not a lot of great projects when it comes to no, the adaptations. There's a lot of just kind of shit 
movie. It seems like the people who make the movies don't understand the games. And these five, I think that's true. These five do. Even though Sonic tells its own kind of story, it still alludes to the video games. And in the second one, they definitely bring in those characters. So number two is uh, we already talked about it, Twisted Metal. Okay. I when I made this uh, this script, this outline for this episode, Twisted Metal was in an honorable mention spot for franchises that needed one. Yeah. And I did not think it was going to crack my top five, but it does. It's it's a great product. I enjoy it. And then number one, we already covered it. We already discussed this. I already know what you're going to say. Like... <laughs> the Last of Us blows everything out of the water. It's a four plus for me. It's like I, I would I, give it a five. You give it a five? I question. And to me, it's literally like I, I have to rewatch it. And me, I also have, I have hype and I have rewatched it. fan glasses on. But... I genuinely believe it's as close to perfect as you get. I think the, it's the reason why there's maybe perfect is because they should have made more episodes. Uh, yeah, that's a fair criticism. The last episode should have been it was too compressed. They could have done one more episode, and I think that would have been perfect. Yeah, I think um, make it to ten, make the last episode a little bit longer, show a little bit more clickers. Not like I understand the reason why they did it. They mentioned it like, "Hey, if it doesn't have nothing to do with the fact of the theme of love, we don't want it." I, we get it, but you got to show the clickers as a threat. Yeah, like it doesn't even have to be a lot. Just season two, season two, <laughs> season two. Yeah, it, like I know Jake and I have discussed this at length, but folks, if you, if you didn't play the games, you don't even. Like, we already know season two is gonna it's gonna be great. You're gonna you're gonna have nightmares after you watch some of that uh, shit. We're not, I'll tell you that right now. You know, it's a nightmare. We're not Listen. we're not getting it for a while. That is true. They did say, like, especially with the writer with the strikes. I'm like, just big bosses, just shut up. Give give out some of your money. You'll be fine. You're gonna make trillions more. Like you'll be fine. Just give them give them what they want because they are the product, not you. Mm-hmm. All you do is just sit in a boardroom. And drink your fucking seltzer and mm-hmm. pretend you know what you're talking about when you don't. Like, yeah. Anyways, I'm I'm ranting. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about Michael's opinions on corporate America. Uh, I mean that that's a whole but, that's a whole other show that we should. That is a whole other that show. Would be great to do. We're nerding out right now. Yes, that is true. So, oh. Uh, what other movies would you possibly throw in the contingent for top five? I have two more in here, but I don't, I don't feel that strongly about them. See, honestly, like I can't even think of any movie. The only other thing I can think of, video game adaptation wise, would be Castlevania, which is I haven't finished it yet, but the first few seasons are solid. I hear it's, uh, yeah, I hear it's solid. I don't watch it with your kids. <laughs> There's a lot of like video game adaptations. I'm looking at the list here that I've heard about but i haven't watched or i haven't watched them length or great <laughs> like resident evil i haven't watched any of those but i heard oh i've heard i've heard resident yeah i know the movies were like really camp yeah so i guess there's an appeal there but i know the new tv series they did that had what's his name he just died he's really cool guy lance reddick mm-hmm. like i heard oh, that yeah. was just complete ass like just God awful! Like and I'm trying to think. Of, like just Warcraft was on there. Assassin's Creed. I remember being okay, but not great. 
Um, Tomb Raider wasn't uh, Tomb Raider was also oh, one of those. I, I threw it on the list because I'm like, it just I remember being like it's solid but nothing amazing. And then Rampage is one of those with uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yep. I never actually got to watching that movie, but I feel like Rampage is one of those like films, video games where it's like it's a video game, but it's more like that arcade, like it counts, but no one really. Like, who's a huge Rampage fan? Yeah, exactly. Some dude in his 50s, probably. <laughs> yeah, and then one of the like, newer ones was, like, Uncharted, which I'm a pretty big Uncharted fan. Uh, Naughty Dog. But Un- I, yeah, Un- Naughty Dog can't do no wrong. But Uncharted, even with Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, which was kind of that, eh, I like Tom Holland, but I don't, he, he's not Nathan Drake. And he, uh, yeah. that video... That movie just didn't feel like Uncharted. Yeah, a lot of I think the problem is a lot of they a lot and like a lot of these people. It's what you said before. They don't understand like what makes the video game. They like they say, "Oh, people bought this game. They think it's really cool. All we have to do is just do like a version of it, and it'll be Assassin's Creed." It'll be yeah. It'll make us decent money. And it's like no, there has to be more to it than that. Like it can't just happen. Assassin's Creed didn't even feel like Assassin's Creed game. That's what I heard about that one too. Yeah, like it makes sense. Oh, Need for Speed's another one. That one felt like it, but I'm like, what's the story? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. That was kind of just meh, boring. I never watched Far Cry because they made that into a game. And then there's, you know, then there's the Love Project, Mortal Kombat from 1995. And that movie's fun. Like, I uh, I give it a 2+, plus, but I'm like, it's a fun 2+. Plus. It, it, like, you get, you throw it on, you either, you get high or you get, uh, you get drunk. And you watch that film, and you just do it to enjoy it. Because it's, it's bad, but it's like, it's a, like, enjoyable, nostalgic bad. And then you have the sequel, which is fucking awful. Like, I don't know how you get worse, but it got fucking worse. It was so bad. And then the, you have the new Mortal Kombat, which is, I think, better. It's respectable, but it's still not quite there. Like, I don't I don't know how you have, like, your main character be a brand new character. That's... Yeah, that doesn't really... That's kind of just there. It's like, I don't, I don't care. Give me Liu Kang. Like, you got your main character. You got Liu Kang. Or, like, fuck, give me Johnny Cage. You know, and they didn't even. Yeah, I don't like. I understand using a new character as a driver for the audience, but like generally, just give me the game. That only works to a point. Yeah, and that's I feel like that's the big problem with a lot. Like you kind of hit it. These producers, they under they don't understand what makes a video game great. Like last, like let's look at the top five movies that I've listed, right? Or the top five projects. You have mm-hmm. Super Mario Bros. Do they get deep into anything? No, but they give you all the Easter eggs and nostalgia and the music. They you're reliving your childhood while creating new memories. And like they or, stay, like especially with that one, like they stay very true to like the games, like Mario, like like I said, mm-hmm. like the like little segments of him like jumping around and like it looks like a Mario level. Like, it's a love letter to Mario. Uh, yeah, and it like looks, it looks and feels very true to the games. So. Mm-hmm. Then you have Detective Pikachu, which tells the same. It's it's virtually the same story from the video game, 
And then for those who haven't played the video game, it's the first live action Pokemon. It gives you a lot of moments where you just stare at the live action Pokemon and like it knows what its audience wants. Yep. Sonic, even though it tells its own story in Earth, <coughs> at least gives enough Easter eggs and gives you like the theme of Sonic to the point and even delayed the movie so Sonic looks correct because there was so much backlash. Do you remember how there was a heat? Yeah, I was gonna say, do you remember all the backlash? Dude, the first show? Sonic looked fucking awful. I wanna, I'm gonna look up that original Sonic design. He looks god awful. I remember when they came out with him, like, my god, how do you fuck up Sonic? They did really good with the redo, though. Like, he looks, he looks like his counter, like, he looks like his video game counterpart in this movie. Uh, then you have oh yeah oh that was bad then you have twisted that was bad uh then moving on with twisted metal they like this this is a video game uh series it isn't really known for its story it's a basic witness win a great wish you know you get a one wish from a genie type of situation and they took that concept and just explored with it right they, hey, we're going to show you all these different groups. We're going to expand on these different groups. We're going to expand on these characters. Like, they did what the next show that we're going to talk about, The Last of Us, they expanded the concept. They expanded the lore. They told you the same story or a very similar story or the same theme of that story. But, no, we're also going to expand it. We're going to make it better. And I feel like these movies don't get it. Like, the first Super Mario Brothers, completely different story. Uh, Mortal Kombat tried. Mortal Kombat, the first one and the second one, tried to do that. And that's why they have a little bit of success. Resident Evil did its own thing. Uh, I remember Doom when it came out. Just. I remember Doom was instead of. Uh, it was, yeah, it was like space creatures, aliens, rather than, you know, demons from hell. Mm. Uh, it doesn't track the same way. No. Uh, I'm trying to think of like other movies. Prince of Persia. Kind of told his own story. Need a speed. I mean, it's based off a racing game, so there wasn't a whole lot there. Assassin's Creed did its own thing, and like these, it's just Uncharted told told its own story, and it's like you have a really good story in place already. You literally like copy and paste it, and you'll have a better story at this point. But I also think, and I'm going to stop you there because I don't think you can copy and paste it because that doesn't work either. You have to still, because like, mm-hmm. like there's parts of The Last of Us I remember, I think I was upset that they cut, but then like you look back on it and you're like, yeah, that won't really have, like, I think one of, like, Still's even down. the clickers and stuff, like, it's like, ah, yeah, that's too much action before it, like. Yeah. Works for a video game, doesn't but, work for a TV, but that's what I'm saying is, like, if, if they would have copied and pasted rather than trying to tell its own story that's completely not the theme of like the story that was told before it yeah it would have been a better series so all right let's move let's move on top five franchises that need one i made a list you can chime in um when you want to so i wrote okay. i wrote five and this is i wrote this kind of a little bit after mario so i got a little uh, the first two Kind of reflect Mario. So the first one is Spyro, the dragon. I think Spyro okay. would be perfect for an animated movie. He just seems. That could be fine. Like, it just seems like Spyro would be a perfect, like, 
animated film that would be geared for kids where you can make your own another game for these you know next generation of kids while also playing enough nostalgia for the parents who grew up with Spyro. Okay, that's a, that's interesting. I see. Like, I didn't play a lot of Spyro games when I was a kid, but I agree with. You. I think there's a lot of those old like '90s characters that would fit perfectly in today's like, especially like making a movie for kids yep. and then be smart and make another game and make lots of money. All right, the next one, same same vein, Crash Bandicoot. How fun! So in this in this adaptation, uh, we're gonna go with more modern day Naughty Dog, and Crash is actually. The last of his species, uh, and he's trying to. I'm <laughs> just going, just this dark could, as fuck with it. This could almost be like live action CGI too, but I feel like you'd fuck up with it too much. This could also be like like Spyro, just an animated. You have a lot of moments. It's if you made it the same vein of like Super Mario Brothers, this would be exciting. I that could be a really fun one. I hope they go deeper with that, but I think. Crash is one of those characters that I think kids would enjoy. All right, let's get into three more serious ones. I'm going to skip number three that's on your list, and we'll go to uh, – let's do Dead Space. I want – I've only played a little bit of it, but yeah. like, Well, I would say Dead Space or the alternative, something like Metroid. Metroid? Oh, yeah. Because the same vibe, like, and it's based – it's literally fucking based on Alien. Like, literally, like, the yeah. guy that made Metroid is like, I love that movie. He named the ba- main bad guy after uh, Ridley, Ridley yeah. Scott. Yeah. And, like, honestly, honestly, like, there are parts of Metroid that, yeah, it's like a hand. Like, I don't know if you played any of the 2D ones, which you have. If you haven't, honestly, haven't. do yourself a favor. Like, if you can, it's really, uh, Dread is, Dread's the newest one, and it's really good. Okay. But I would say Zero Mission, the original Game Boy Advance one, is fantastic. But anyways... That those games just have such a fantastic mm. atmosphere, and like you're like, oh, f-, like you feel like you're alone on an alien fucking planet, and like yeah. you don't know what the hell's gonna come out and get you. you I feel like you have to have a couple other characters, like with Dead Space. You have yeah, to- you couldn't do you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it like just that. I'm like, like you could do like a character. Would it be kind of a character study, like using like Sam's? I feel like I, know, you, have- I feel like these Dead Space would have to be a movie, or Metroid would have to be a movie. Yep. I don't think you could do a TV show. But two, I don't think so either. But, but these next two that cool. I have would be amazing TV shows. One we mentioned already, which is Red Dead. Uh, you can do Red Dead Redemption 1 or Red Dead Redemption 2, which is a prequel to Red Dead, Red, Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 1. I think you could honestly just tell, make both its own TV show. And it would just simply be a Western at this point. It would just be a Western TV show. But it's such a great story if you not just copy to base it, but if you ad, adapt it in like in the same vein as like The Last of Us, this would be one of the greatest TV shows of all time. That would be cool. I would like I haven't played it, but I want to. So like I but I've heard similar things. Like, yeah, it's got like a very strong plot. I think you should it's <laughs> you'll be what I what I joked to my girlfriend at the time. She'd be like, hey, do you want to hang out or are you playing Cowboys? I'm like, oh, I'm playing Cowboys. <laughs> like, I'm playing Cowboys. <laughs> because you're just, like, it feels like you're just living and breathing as a Cowboy. And you have to play, like, I, I heard hours. in the rumor mill they're doing a remake of the first one, I thought. I wouldn't be surprised. With updated visuals. That would be tight. The first one's 
pretty good. I actually never finished the first one, and then I had it spoiled so many times that I like like why bother at this point. But I played yeah, uh, I, I played like two thirds of the way through the first one, which is it's still a pretty good game. The second one though, oh my god, it just goes <coughs> in depth. All right, and the last okay. the last one, which I feel this is probably one of my favorite video game series in terms of like story over like multiple games outside of like last of us but i really think mass effect would be a great tv show okay well it would be from what i know of this franchise it absolutely would be the only thing that i think would get ire from fans is that and i haven't played the mass effect series either uh you shouldn't which well, is great like also, one thing I think is crazy, like, I think you would agree with this, uh, like, while we're having this conversation, one thing I love about video games is, like, two people can have very different, like, there's so yeah. many video games, we can have very different, like, gaming experiences with some overlap, like, like, I have a lot of GRPGs that I know most people haven't played, <laughs> or Western RPGs, like, just obscure fucking weeb shit, uh, but... Like, I know of Mass Effect is, like, supposed to be, like, an incredible Western RPG. Yeah. It, so, and I've been, like, it's one of those, like, on my list, but I, but at the same time, I've heard, like, mixed things on the ending. Yeah, the ending. For three. So, the ending for three is, like, for one, anyone listening, if you haven't played Mass Effect, it is worth at least playing the, re- the re-release. It's, re- uh, for the Mass Effect one, is really hard to play through, like, the original Mass Effect pretty hard to play through it's still it's still a great game but it's just like the visuals aren't really that great up to date but if you did the re-release that they did two years ago fucking great it's worth playing through the ending is disappointing in the fact that like they've had like it's all this you tell your own story you have your own choices and they kind of all lead to the three bait you get basically just three choices at the end and they do redo it the ending but it is kind of disappointing that like mass effect 2 is amazing because your choices literally can kill everybody if you put the wrong people in the wrong job you could kill them and i remember my last playthrough i ended up killing like one of the best characters because i made a mistake and like those characters die and then like in the next game they're not there they're replaced by other characters like the story would be kind of funny as like a fan of, like if they did do a TV series if like like did that intentionally so like people that play the game they're like no you can't put them there and then, you know, like... it would be great is what they should do <laughs> you know like oh my god which which playthrough are they gonna do are they gonna make this I just don't know if Commander choice? Shepard has enough of their own character to make a TV series based off them ah uh, yeah you know what I, I think mean so. I think so I command I think so yeah even though like it's a like the Commander Shepard still has like his own voice you control him but he still has like his very his own design of character like he still says it like the way commander shepherd does that makes sense okay so do you have any other franchises that you put on here that need one uh Uh, i have a one franchise or one one game specifically i would put on here i know very few people if any have ever played it i mean it's an old ds game I'm pretty sure I've told you about this at length, but I swear to God, if people understood the concept or like like read through the plot, they'd be like, "Oh shit, this would be incredible." 
and it would be the world ends with you. A game I, I like just thinking Wait, what about it, it just chills. What is it? It's called The World Ends With You. Okay. You mentioned uh, it before, but I don't remember it. The whole premise of it, I'll try to make it brief, which is gonna be difficult for me because you know my <laughs> my ADHD rambling yes. But the whole premise of it is that it's about a boy. So well first off, to give you some background, one thing that works really well with it as a game is it kind of flips like traditional JRPG and like RPG just in general, like uh, tropes on their head. So like the main character is this kid named Neku and they could Westernize this if they wanted to. There is a TV series that they made on it and it's okay, but I think the concept could go really excellent. Um, But anyways, the whole premise of it is this kid named Neku wakes up in like downtown Tokyo doesn't know who the fuck he he's like i don't even know where i am and he looks on his hand and he sees like a timer like it's like a tattooed almost like almost tattooed into his hand and he gets a text message saying hey you're in the reapers game uh you have like an hour to get to this place and if you don't you'll be erased he's like okay what the fuck does that mean it's essentially a death game so uh Hmm. you find out like right away like within like the first two hours he's dead like he and everybody that's playing this game is dead and they get a chance to come back to life and so he starts off by partnering with this girl um and the whole game is really a personal journey for him like he goes from being this like closed off arrogant little shithead to realizing that a he's not as he's not as badass as he thinks he is which is refreshing Hmm. b being alone does nothing for you as a person or a society yeah c that the people that you like a lot i'm just going through the big key like character arcs which is like the people you love and trust may still break like that trust, but that doesn't mean you don't open up to other people. You still have to, you can't remain closed off. You need to open up to other people. It's the only way you'll ever grow as a person. And even though it sucks and it's hard and you're going to get hurt, mm-hmm. it's like, it's just such a beautiful like character arc that I think if it was like translated into like, again, there is people that have played the game and like have watched the show. No, there is a show, but it's like, it, it misses the mark of what made it special. Yeah. But I think what would be cool about it is that you could translate that into like a Western version easily. That would be really a, like appealing to other people. Okay. It's like one of the fr- games that I played. It reminds me of it's... Uh, Edge of Tomorrow, but with like an actual message about like people and relationships. Yeah. Uh, I would highly, highly, highly like even if you don't like RPGs or like JRPGs, it's one of those games that just, it's like a on my list of like top five games, it's damn. Is it Game Boy? It's like a DS, but yes. it's been on DS. It's there's a phone port and then there's a Switch port as well. Nice. But some people say the DS one's the best. It's the hardest one, but it is pretty damn good. But right. everything about it for me, I would put it up in like it's like next to like The Last of Us in terms of like sheer raw emotional like yeah. for me. Yeah. Like character, like just seeing the building, I'm like, I I felt so. At least when I played it, it was at such a seminal moment of my life of being like a young, like teenager, and mm-hmm. like being one of those edge lord kids. Like I'm better than everybody. Fuck you guys. You're all, you're all stupid, and you enjoy life. Uh-oh. And like having a game that's like slaps you in the face. Like no, you don't do that shit. Be a fucking human being. You're not better than anybody. Like and having that yeah. reality like slapped me in the face like really it came at just the perfect time for me and like so i have a lot of bias towards it but i'm just saying i think that would be an incredible like if they could re-release it somehow Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. I don't know how like, to, no, the, to the, explain it. The story sounds great, actually. Like the how you explain it, I'm like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, the premise of it. Yeah. Well, it's just such a short game too that you could easily make it like a one season long thing or like a movie. Mini series. Uh, maybe not. Maybe a mini series would be yeah ideal. HBO mini series. That would be tight. So I don't know. Outside of like HBO and then Amazon, I don't know what other like um, cable or like companies that would have like these products that I would be comfortable with. Netflix, hell no. No. Uh, but they did a pretty good job with they did a really good job with Castlevania. Honestly, I think it's more of a director thing than a uh a director and like team thing than it is a uh... Yeah, Netflix has like a huge like a wide cast will make a lot of different like shows. So I know it's more director, but like I feel like just Netflix has a lot of just had a lot of bombs lately with different Yeah, I would say it's a new Netflix right now is not hitting. No, the same way. So if someone's like, "Hey, Netflix is coming out with like, no, name a video game, name a series, like Avatar is coming out with a live action one," I'm not super excited for Avatar. I don't like it. Looks like the pictures they released, it looks good. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not super excited for it. But if you're to tell me that it's coming out on Amazon or if it's coming out on um, HBO, I'm like, oh shit, I'm in. Or heck, even Peacock now with Twisted Metal. Yeah, they could do it. So, um, all right, another. I only have one more list, and then I have a semi list that I need your help on. Okay. Top five franchises that are coming out that I'm excited for. So number one, God of War. I forget if what I think Amazon maybe. Yeah, they got the 2018 God of War they're wanting to do as a series. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I think God of War. Okay, but. I agree with you. I'm going to interrupt for real okay, quick okay. because my only question is, are they going to do one season for God of War 2018? Is it going to be multiple seasons? Like that's because like you only have two games right now. Like, so how are you going to do that? I don't but, know, but it's such a great story. Great. Uh, it feels like the last of us, but for God of War, but it's very grown up and mature. Like the first three, which I did a video game nostalgia series. If you guys want to check it out with uh, Mr. Brandon Klein. And we didn't do the new God of War, but new God of War, like the first trilogy was very much a rage simulator. <laughs> Accurate way to put it. But like this one's like, all right, we grew up, we're out of the rage. Let's uh let's be let's be men trying to it's help. Dad, it's dad simulator now. Yeah, it's like you're okay, you're grown <laughs> up, you're an adult dad who needs to take care of the next generation. Which for a lot of us growing up, that is how we feel. You know, like we were kids playing God of War, and now we're dads trying to raise children mostly and it i think oh, go ahead go ahead i don't know like the story of god of war 2018 and then i haven't played god of war ragnarok yet is pretty good i i'm i don't know exactly how the tv show will work i think god of war 2018 will be a good tv show i think the first like trilogy could have been a movie like By the way, after this, remind me we can check. I I could be wrong, but I think because I bought God of War digitally on PlayStation Five, mm-hmm. that I have a PS4 version. So if I share my account with you, Ooh. you could play it. If if you like, Wait, I just want I just throwing that out now. So I 2018 or Ragnarok, Ragnarok. Oh, I'll do that. 
But I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I'll have to look. All right. Because, but I remember they had some situation like that where when it was like back when like there was no PS5s in the wild yeah. still or like getting one. You, you let yeah. me. Anyways, okay. You let me know. Um. So the next one that's coming out, I forget what who's doing it. Fallout is doing one. And I've been on the Fallout could... train lately with New Vegas, and I've seen some pictures, and it looks pretty good but i don't know what the story is gonna be yeah i don't know like I said, that's another franchise like this is what we we're talking about before like i haven't played too many fall games and played bits and pieces of them i love the concept though and it like oh, it looks amazon. familiar yeah okay see amazon is just like so hit or miss for me though like because rings of power was i oh, heard yeah. really yeah, rings of mixed power was kind of mixed but uh, like but they the could boys, do it, but then the boys like is really good. <laughs> like, uh, it's so tough. So like, it could like I feel like there's no way all of these adaptations turn out great. No. You know what I mean? But but if we get like one or two really good ones, I'll be happy. Like, I'm excited for I'm just excited for Fallout just because like this is what like Fallout's one of those if you get the tone right, as long as you get the tone, you get the zaniness of like the NPCs, the characters of fallout you could tell your own fallout story easily which yeah. is what what's great about fallout is you don't have like fallout 3 Fallout new vegas and fallout 4 none of them have like this great amazing story to tell it just has a really unique interesting world so like fallout is one of those perfect video games that you could just take that as long as you take the theme like the themes of the video game and you get the um i'm trying to think of the word for it the aesthetic of Fallout down, mm. and you tell a great story with using the Fallout aesthetic and the themes of Fallout, you're gonna make a pretty good series. I agree. I could see that. I, I from and like admittedly, my knowledge is very limited, but yeah, I agree. And then uh, so next next one is Fallout Tomb Raider, the TV series. Which I think just that it's a great setup for a TV series, at least for like a mini series or a movie. But they've tried several movies and it's always been boring. Horizon Zero Dawn is another one. I forget. From what I know of the plot, that one could be pretty tight. But the man, the only thing that sucks with that one is like that one's gonna be a pain in the ass to make because of all the yeah the CGI you're gonna have to do. Oh, and but it's it could Netflix. be really cool. Never mind, I'm done on it. It's Netflix. <laughs> the doubt is is back. He's not so certain anymore. Oh, and it... Assassin's Creed could. Oh, yeah. Oops. So yeah. <laughs> <The next laughs> is... I was just like going through the list. Assassin's Creed. Um, I, I know it's coming out, and I'm like, Assassin's Creed is such a great. It would be a great TV show if done correctly. Yeah, it could be really. If really you cool. took, would you get rid of the future, like the present day stuff? Here's the thing: you could do this two different ways, right? And this is the story I would tell. I would tell the story of Ezio. And in the order that you, the first season could even be, uh, I forget the guy's name. Uh, the, you could do the Assassin's Creed of the first one. But Ezio would be the perfect story to tell. And you could tell it in multiple ways. You could do it, you could just do the past only. However, I think like the future aspect is good. Like it's an interesting storyline, and you can at get... least in the first three ones, I know it was supposed to be really cool. I only played, I got into Assassin's Creed with three, and then I played Black Flag. 
And then I heard they went to shit after that. I hated three. Yeah, three was okay, but Black Flag was incredible. That get... would be a, that could be an, its own fucking show right there. I that heard, game. I is... heard Black Flag is great. I stopped after three because like I was so. You crazy. haven't played Black Flag yet? No, I was. I don't even play Uncharted or uh, Assassin's Creed games, and that game. I was like one of the first when I took like a two year or one year hiatus from video games. That was one of the first ones I got back, and I remember getting like fucking plastered on rum in my dorm room and like singing along to the pirate shanties <laughs> like that's... cruised around the caribbean it was a fucking vibe man that sounds great just <laughs> it was a great perfect dream oh choice. pirate's life for me no i i stopped after three so such a disappointment and i'm like i don't i don't care about the series anymore it's like the, the third one should have been great but it wasn't yeah, they definitely, from what I know of the fans that like the series, they did not like 3 that much. No, but Ezio would be a great story. <laughs> I hear uh, Odyssey would actually, it would be a good story too, even though I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since Ezio. I would tell you, like, myself, 4 was, was oh, it yeah. was so good. And I, I, hear... think they're, I think they're literally doing another remake of it because it was, like, so popular. They're like, oh, people really like this one. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. I kind of want to get into Odyssey because like I like Greek. So, but uh, here's some other. So, oh yeah, I thought Odyssey was the Egyptian one. Uh, was it? No, Odyssey that would or- track because that would. I think with, Origins. With Origins might have been the Egyptian one. But uh, all right, so I have a few honorable mentions. I put Twisted Metal on here because this is like months before it came out, but Twisted Metal came out. It's great. Watch it. Bioshock. I don't know how I'm going to do this, but. I'm intrigued. Uh, Borderlands, the movie's coming out next year. Where is That'd it? be a fun one. That could be a very, very fun one. That one does sound zany and fun, and I'm excited for it. And then, I don't know why I put this down here, but I heard Metal Gear Solid with Oscar Isaac as Solid Snake is a, possibly a thing. I really, so that's a franchise I've never played, but always really, really wanted to. And I know Hideo Kojima would fucking nut over being able to make his video game into a TV series. Like, that would be his jam. The problem is, is would Konami let him? Yeah. I don't know how much you have stayed up to date with that, but there was a lot of drama there. Like, he I know. gave them, like, yeah, there's, it's fucked. I've heard but bits and if, about it. I know we talked about it a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just heard. I must have heard a rumor. I remember writing this down and being like, oh, this would be an interesting series. But I don't know if Oscar Isaac... Oscar Isaac's great, so I don't doubt him, but I, he's not one I pictured being Solid Snake. But I think he would kill it regardless. I could see that. But I'm like, this this would be a great series. But also, if this was a TV series, I think by like if there was like a ten episode series by episode seven, I'd be like, "What the fuck's going on?" Because that's what happens in every Metal Gear Solid game I ever play, it, especially the second one. That one's crazy because once like you get, the, you get to the ending of wasn't it, wasn't that the one with was the second one where you have what's his name, the dude that turns into a cyborg? Yeah, right. And yeah, well, did you know the Last of Us Part Two was? Well, I'm not gonna say too much, but took a big inspiration from that game because they marketed it with Solid Snake and then Raiden showed up and people were like what? (laughs) What the fuck? And then that's exactly what Neil Druckmann wanted to do with part two. He was like, I love that. So I actually enjoyed enjoyed the first second one because that was the game that I played like hardcore. Metal Gear Solid is always like the series where like I'll pick it up 
and it takes me like days to get into it because it's so different than every other video game I've played that like I have to like relearn how to play video like I have to relearn how to play Metal Gear Solid. I can't just jump on and know what to do like with a lot of these different video games that basically steal, copy and paste different like the fighting or the shooting yep. or the sneaking aspects of it. Whereas Metal Gear Solid is its own thing that it takes me forever to figure it out. But once I figured it out, oh man, it was it was such a fun playing through it. You were in it. You were like, I'm fucking ready. All right, so I have like one more list, and I did two, and this is like the top five that I want, like the like the television shows or movies that I want redone. And I only wrote two because I couldn't really figure out like which ones I want to redone. First one was Far Cry, because if you made a Far Cry game but you made it off of three, and you get um. God, I forget his name. The actor who does. Glass. Yeah, the actor. But who... he also is it Nacho. He was fucking. That was Nacho, dude. Yeah, same dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's the same dude. But okay. Like, if you okay, sorry. If you get that actor back, I forget what his fucking name is. But if you get that actor back to play Boz, and you make him the villain for the whole series, like I'm in. It could just be like a TV show. Michael Mando, by the way. Ah, oh, how did I forget Michael Mando? He's so great. I like. I hope he uh, comes back with Scorpion in a Spider-Man film. That would be tight. He is, Dude, he was in some drama recently. I think he got kicked off site for something. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, he was fired due to a physical altercation with another fast member in some upcoming crime drama. Uh, Sorry. Well, anyway. Uh, that aside, Far Cry 3 with him would be great. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Another one I want redone is Uncharted. I agree. I was going to say, that was actually one thing I was going to say as well, because that, I mean, Naughty Dog just knows how to make those cinematic games that would translate so well to like a movie or like and then you get Uncharted, a TV series. You get Uncharted the video or the movie and it's just not it. Like, it's just, the one thing... it's just like, it's just a basic generic action film with the name Uncharted. Nathan Drake. By the way, I... oh. You go, you go. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I think like, the thing is, if you're going to do something like Uncharted, you have to commit to the spectacle of how that game, those games are. Like, one of my favorite, one of my favorite fucking moments from any video game, when I think back on, like, memorable moments, it's not like, in the, it's like in my top 20, I would say, mm-hmm. is there was a le- level in the second one, and I think people hated it, but I really liked it, where you were on this giant dagger. Like you were had to climb around in this giant dagger and open up the blades, uh, and like, and I just remember being like, "Wow, this is cool!" And it was in this big, like, secret underground room, and like, I don't remember how it all shook I, up. I played that game three sick. times, and I, I forget if like you showed it to me, it would like, I'd be like, "Oh yeah," but I don't quite remember it. But I do uh, like the training section from uh, Uncharted Two. The that part is yes. Um, and the first one, you get the plane that's, like, overcome by the jungle in the middle of the jungle. It's kind of cool. You get the Uncharted 3. They did the airplane sequence, but it doesn't, like, I feel like the way they filmed it was, like, the most boring way possible. Because you have it, like, looking from, like, the way that, like, the directing style is from, like, outward. Whereas I'm like, nah, the video game was like in person, you know, like you were up close and you were like in the action. I'm like, you have to film it where you see like the peril of the actor. You see the peril of the character. 
you see it up close and personal that like, hey, you have to make these ridiculous climbs 10,000 feet in the air just to survive. Yep. And they didn't quite do that. Or uh, in the third one, they did the the ocean ship where it like turns over and the glass breaks. Oh, that was a really cool moment too. That's okay. That's actually might be even higher up in the other one. Because I remember that boss fight. Mm -hmm. I was like, my mouth was jaw just dropped. Or in the incredible. Or in the fourth one where you're going through town in that chase sequence. Yes, with like the little warthog thing mm-hmm. or whatever, you're just whipping around. But here's the thing, like in movies, like you see it all the time. Like it's not anything special. So you would have to film it from like a video game perspective where it feels like you feel that spectacle. And you know what? Uh the the movie didn't do it justice, but you know what did do it justice? The fan film. With Nathan did Billy. do it justice. It didn't do it didn't do the spectacle justice, but it did. Like it felt like an uncharted, <laughs> and I'm talking about the Nathan Fillion uh, Uncharted series, the Uncharted uh, indie movie. I didn't see that. I'll have to ch- look. Into check it out. Idea. Check it out afterwards. Nathan Fillion's in it. Who's like the perfect older Nathan Drake? Like he 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 fits Nathan Drake very 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 well. But check it out because like the camera movements feel like a video game. You you feel like you're playing the video game. And I really like when um when movies, when projects, TV shows take make you feel like you're also playing the video game. We talked about it with uh, Super Mario with the 2D version, right? Yep. Um yep. Last of Us had a couple moments where you feel like you're in like there's moments where you feel like the video game. Not as great, too, as, like, this movie or Super Mario, but they're there. And I think that's just the downside of, like, a lot of these projects. They don't try to to make it, like, feel like the video game as well. Oh, they just think people care about, like, just the story. Like, it's like, no, there's so much to each of these, like, projects. Like, you can't. Mm-hmm. You really can't forego any part of it. Like, if you're going to, because, like, honestly, in some ways, like, I think what happens is like with something like a book, a create like a a director can take that book and give it their own stylistic decision um, decisions because there's no audio or there's no visuals. It's all just like you're reading. It's almost like a script, but yeah. it's not. But with the video game, you can't do that because it's already established to have a certain look, a certain feel, a certain mm-hmm. sound effects, music, like everything's already there. Like you, there's nothing you can do that's going to, I don't know. Like The Last of Us is the perfect example. Like they kept yes. the theme of the game. They kept the feel of the game, but they still added their own, like Greg Mazin still added his own flair to that series and added stuff that like just expanded the lore he the added little bits and pieces of story added to the lore but it was filmed in like his style yep so yeah you can put your own twist on it but you can't take away what made the game great you can't take away those aspects um, Fallout is one of those. Like, I saw a picture recently of like a car, and it yep. looked it looked like the car from the video game, like how a rustic car would look. 
and I'm like, God damn it, you you guys are on it. Because I look at that photo and I'm like, that's a fallout photo. And I'm I'm looking at a rusted car, folks. Like that's what I'm looking at. But like the fact that I can look at that rusted car and know exactly what it's from but without even looking at anything, I'm like, I know that's from Fallout. Probably because I played Fallout a lot recently, but like I feel like most people who don't respect the product, who don't respect the thing they're adapting, they would just make the rusted car look like a normal whatever rusted car. They wouldn't try to copy what it is on the video game. Yep, yep. So I really do love that like a lot of these video games, like the people who are adapting it, they are, they're not trying their own twist. They are, hey, no, we're taking what's great from the video game, we're keeping it in these TV shows, and we're gonna try to do our best to adapt it while still keeping the essence of the video games. We're still keeping the theme. We're still keeping what makes it great, but we're just putting it on the TV screen. Or at least I that's, agree. That's, or at least that's the hope. But this year, Twisted Metal seems like they're doing it. Um, Mario, Last of Us. That's three good projects right there. So we'll see. They're definitely, I think their people are starting to understand it more. They're getting closer to like understanding. Oh, this is what people like. Like you still have to. It, you know, I think what we said like ultimately it comes down to is like you can adapt and change things, like, but you can't change the heart of the story. I mean, mm-hmm. or like the themes of the franchise, like depending on what you're how, yeah, like unique you're going. It's like the Last of Us TV show. We're using that example. Like, how would you make that bad? You would take the whole overall story and change it from the theme of love to, hey, we're just going to have a lot of action with clickers in it. We're going to make a yeah. zombie That's what people show. want. They didn't care about the like the relation. They kind of get, did, but... Like, here's the thing. Yeah, we want the clickers because it's exciting, but at the same time, like, if you don't have a great story, if you don't have the love, you know, like, Last of Us right now, our biggest complaint, there wasn't enough clickers. We're still giving it a 4+. plus. You're giving it a 5. Yeah, like we're 100%. still we're still like this is a great TV show because, hey, you told a great story. You basically copied not copied and paste, but like it feels like <coughs> The Last of Us. It is The Last of Us. My only complaint: there's not enough action. Still a great story. If it was the vice versa, there's a lot of action, but didn't have good writing. Yeah, it's a two, maybe a three. At best. At best, yep. So. Yeah, let's let's hope. I know with the writer actress straight, we're not going to get a lot of these shows anytime soon. So let's hope that let's hope that the actors and writers get paid and they don't get robots stealing their jobs. Yep. So. I mean, I let's see how I would like to see the executives try and see how how badly that works out for them. But you know, yeah, who would be interested? I don't want to be the person that pays that price, though. Yeah, AI writes mediocre scripts. AI acts mediocrely. They only know how to imitate. They don't necessarily know how to create. Whereas a human It's does. literally some fucking dude sitting in a boardroom being like, fine, you're going to rage, you're going to go on strike, I'm just going to put this prompt into chat BT. Ha, huh, we'll see how smart you are after that. It's like, oh, okay, bro. <laughs> Good luck. Hey, Good luck. Good luck. Trust me, we're just going to watch everything that that came out like years ago a24 i think they do all those indie movies and they're already like yep we agree to your guys's conditions we have no problem with it Boom. so like they're smart because they're gonna make fucking bank yeah all their movies are gonna come out on time 
Yep, they're not going to have to lose any money, any issues, nothing. It's going to be great for them. All right. Well, now we're getting into the politics, which is a whole different subject. Yes, it is. Which I would well, love to I... talk about, but I think this is a good spot in the air. What do you think, Michael? I agree. I was going to say, I'm getting pretty pooped. I need to take a bathroom break <laughs> and get some aqua in my existence. Yeah, I got two uh, containers full of liquids because I know uh, how I know how it is. Yes. All right. Well, this is Donut Blow Me. This is Michael Schumer and Jake Sherman. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please check out my TikTok at Donut Blow Me. We are doing movie reviews. At some point, I'll be doing uh, what I would do for Pokemon gyms. I've been working, workshopping that idea for a while now. And other cool things, also check me out on YouTube. I do some specifically YouTube stuff. I do put it on the, if I possibly can, I put it on Spotify as a podcast as well. But there is stuff I make specifically for YouTube. So check that out. As well as check out the Facebook page and website coming soon at some point. All right. Thank you, Michael. I think we Thanks, out. buddy. We're out. Love you guys. Sub, <laughs> sub. Give us the subs. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. <laughs>